Hello, and a warm welcome to my Asthma Spotlight podcast. I'm Dr. Mark Levy. I'm a family doctor with a special interest in asthma. My aim is to help people with asthma and also their caregivers to understand more about this disease and how to stay safe. I will share lots of information about asthma. However, I will not be able to answer any personal medical questions for which you should really consult your own doctor. The opinions I express in the Asthma Spotlight podcast are my own and they are not intended as and shall not be understood or construed as medical, health or professional advice of any kind. Please do see the disclaimer details in the podcast description. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Asthma Spotlight podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about asthma severity. In other words, what do we mean when we say someone has mild or moderate or severe asthma? You may ask why this is important. Well, the most important take-home message is that if someone, if you, for example, have severe asthma, then you need to be seen by an asthma specialist. And the reason for that is that there are some asthma treatments that are available that are good for people with severe asthma, and only specialists are able to prescribe these drugs. So in this episode, I'm going to tell you how doctors can decide how severe your asthma is, and also how you could possibly tell for yourself if you may have severe asthma, and whether you need to ask your doctor or your asthma-trained nurse to refer you to an asthma specialist. So to be clear, I'm discussing ongoing severity of asthma, which is also called chronic severity, and I'm not discussing severity of asthma attacks today. I'll do that in another episode. One of the biggest problems that healthcare professionals have, and I'm talking about doctors and nurses particularly, is that it's not easy to diagnose asthma severity. 
that is, whether you have mild, moderate or severe asthma. Sometimes it's very obvious that someone has severe disease, but that's not always the case. Another problem is that certainly in my own experience of examining medical records, is that asthma severity is hardly ever recorded in your medical notes. For doctors, there is an accepted way that severe asthma can be diagnosed, and this is done retrospectively, i.e. by looking at the past history of the person. In other words, the diagnosis of severe asthma is based on your past treatment and your previous asthma control. So we need to know what treatment you're taking, and if you are indeed taking it as prescribed, and also if you're using your inhaler correctly. In addition, in order to decide how severe your asthma is, we need to know how well your asthma is controlled. I did discuss asthma control in episodes 6 and 7, and I suggest that you have a listen to those episodes if you haven't done so yet. In summary, asthma control is assessed in two domains, that is in two ways. First, how you are at the time of your assessment. Are you having symptoms? perhaps which could be measured using the asthma control test questionnaire, or is your peak flow varying a lot? And secondly, whether you have any risk factors for future attacks. And the classic one is whether you've had an asthma attack in the previous year. So if you've got symptoms today, your asthma is poorly controlled today. And if you've had an asthma attack in the last year, we also say that your asthma is uncontrolled because you shouldn't really be having asthma attacks if your asthma is well controlled. So how does this information help? Well, by combining information on treatment and control, there are two ways of telling whether you have severe asthma. And the first is based on three things, three items of information. And these are um, that you are taking high doses of inhaled corticosteroids and that you're taking it regularly as advised by your doctor. And third, that you're using your inhalers correctly. And second, despite taking your medication correctly, if you remain poorly controlled. So in other words, if your asthma cannot be controlled despite taking high-dose medication correctly, you have probably got severe asthma and you need to be seen by an asthma specialist. There is another situation and that's called difficult to treat asthma. And this is where you're prescribed high doses of asthma medication and your asthma remains poorly controlled. In this situation, your doctor would first check to see whether you're taking the medication and if you're taking it correctly. And if you're not, then your asthma might really be severe, but first we've got to check and see whether by taking your medication correctly and regularly as prescribed, that your symptoms come under control. And also, if you can be taught to use an inhaler properly, or perhaps could be changed to a different inhaler device, your asthma might be brought under control. So remember I said, that severe asthma is defined if you are on high-dose medication and you're taking it correctly and as advised by your doctor and your asthma still remains out of control.
In addition, if um, your asthma does come under control by fixing these two things, you would be advised to ensure that you take your medication as prescribed. In most cases, your asthma would be controlled by fixing these two things. And if not, that is, if these issues have been fixed and you're still poorly controlled, you may need to see a specialist to see whether you do indeed have severe asthma or not. I do want to clarify something. When I talk about a specialist in asthma, that could be a hospital specialist, but it could also be somebody in primary care who has asthma expertise. And this could be a doctor or a nurse with specialist expertise. So expert or specialist does not necessarily mean that you have to see somebody in a hospital. Your doctor will know who to refer you to. So now I want to talk about you um, discovering or identifying clues that might signify that you possibly have severe asthma and if you need to see a specialist or ask to see a specialist. As I've said in previous podcast episodes, if your asthma is well controlled, you should not be having symptoms that interfere with your daily life and you should not be having asthma attacks, which are also sometimes called exacerbations. So if you're having attacks which might be treated in hospital or at your doctor in primary care or attacks that need to be treated with a nebulizer or with cortisone tablets, those are tablets that you take uh, usually in a course of three or five or seven days until your asthma symptoms are under control. These things all might mean that you have severe asthma. Now, if you've been prescribed inhaled corticosteroids and you're taking this as prescribed by your doctor and you're using your inhaler correctly and you're still having attacks, you may have severe asthma. Another clue that you may have severe asthma is if you're taking steroid tablets every day for your asthma. There's another clue, and that is if in addition to your Blue Rescue inhaler, you've been prescribed an additional three extra different drugs for your asthma. So if you need three drugs for your asthma in addition to your Blue Reliever inhaler, that could mean that you've got severe asthma. So remember to count those drugs separately, even those that are combined in one inhaler. So if you've got two drugs in one inhaler, you count it as two drugs, not one. So if any of these things apply to you, and you've not been told that you've got severe asthma, it would be useful to speak to your doctor or your asthma-trained nurse to see if you may need a referral to an asthma specialist to see whether you have severe asthma or not and whether you could benefit from treatment aimed at severe asthma particularly. So the key message from this episode is that if you have severe asthma, this would need to be confirmed by a specialist you may benefit from the new biologic treatments that are available for asthma, and these are injection treatments. So I've spoken about severe asthma and a little bit about difficult-to-treat asthma, and what about mild asthma? Many of us who have a strong interest in asthma prefer not to use the term mild asthma. In addition, you should be aware that there is no agreement internationally between asthma specialists 
on how to define mild asthma. And one of the important issues is that everyone who has asthma is potentially at risk of having an asthma attack. And in some people, even those who have very occasional symptoms due to their asthma, they might still have a life-threatening or a fatal attack. The other issue is that even people with mild asthma may die from it. And in fact, research studies and about one in three people, that's 30% of people who die from asthma, are thought by their doctors to have mild asthma. So what I'm saying is that even if you've been told that you've got mild asthma, it does not mean that there is no risk and you still need to take medication. And by medication, I mean that usually includes an inhaled corticosteroid, either regularly or as needed, depending on the license availability in your country. And that's why many of us who've got a special interest in asthma prefer not to tell someone that they have mild asthma. I personally think that we should be dividing asthma into asthma and severe asthma. I don't think it's helpful to talk about mild or moderate asthma. However, as I've made clear, it's really important to know if you've got severe asthma, because if you've got severe asthma, you might, be, uh, you might benefit from special treatments that are aimed at severe asthma specifically. And the other point is that asthma treatment is different for everyone. It's not a case where one treatment fits all or one size fits all. So you can't just say everybody with asthma has to have this, this and this and this. What I do say is that everyone with asthma should be on an inhaled corticosteroid, either regularly or as needed, depending on the license arrangements in your country. But your asthma treatment will be tailored personally to your own asthma by your own doctor. And it'll depend on how your asthma symptoms affect your life, with the ultimate aim of the treatment being to reduce symptoms and to prevent attacks. So in practice, if you have severe asthma, you should be under the care of a specialist, probably joint care with a specialist and your family doctor. And for everyone else with asthma, treatment is based on the amount that your asthma interferes with your daily life. In other words, how often you get symptoms and how bad these are. So for example, if you only have symptoms occasionally, say less than twice a month, your treatment may be with a combination of an inhaled corticosteroid with a reliever to be used as needed when you get symptoms. On the other hand, if you're having symptoms more than once a day, you may be prescribed an inhaled corticosteroid to be taken every day to prevent attacks and reduce symptoms. You might even be prescribed one of the regimes that I spoke about in an earlier episode, like the MART regime, the maintenance and reliever treatment regime, where you're advised to take a combined inhaled corticosteroid with a reliever, um, both uh, morning and evening or once a day, and also to use that same drug for relief. And from then on, your treatment would be adjusted in a stepwise manner, where your dose and kind of treatment is increased or decreased, depending on how you respond to treatment, and depending on what's available in your own country.
So in summary, the key messages from this episode are you should always follow your doctor's advice to take your asthma medication and you should always be checked from time to time to see if you're using your inhaler device correctly. The reason why you need to be checked repeatedly is that we all forget things and we all need reminders on how to do that. Secondly, your day-to-day activities should not be prevented by asthma symptoms and you should not be having asthma attacks. If you're having symptoms or attacks, you should ask your doctor for a checkup to find out what's wrong and to fix this and to find out whether you need to see a specialist. As I've said, your asthma should be checked soon after you've had an attack to identify any reason for the attack and your treatment should be optimized to prevent another attack. So, for example, if you were not using your inhaler correctly, you should be taught and checked to see whether you can use the new one correctly, and if not, um, a different inhaler could be tried. Also, if you're not taking a medication as prescribed by your doctor, I suggest you go into your room, close the door, have a meeting with yourself, and take your asthma much more seriously, because as I said, If you don't take the preventer medication, you could end up having a severe asthma attack. Now, if you've had more than one asthma attack in the last year and you're taking your medication as advised by your doctor and you're using your inhaler correctly, you should be checked by an asthma specialist to see if you have severe asthma. The other clues that you might have severe asthma and need a checkup by an asthma specialist include If you need to take three or more asthma treatments in addition to your blue reliever inhaler, you may have severe asthma. And secondly, if you need to take steroid tablets every day for your asthma, your asthma may be severe and you might need to see a specialist. And finally, anyone who has severe asthma or is suspected of having severe asthma should have their care supervised by an asthma specialist, probably in combination with your own family doctor. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you found this helpful, and I hope you did, please click the like and the follow buttons and share this podcast. Please do send me any feedback or questions to my email address, asmaspotlight at gmail.com, and I'll do my best to answer these in future episodes.